Hello, I'm Oasis and this is my first podcast and it's also my first episode and I decided to call my podcast The Upside of Life because life has many downsides but we shouldn't forget to always look, hope and wait for the upside. Okay, so being an amateur, please bear with me as I'm using regular equipment and by regular equipment I mean my smartphone okay so today I'm feeling compelled to talk about spirituality so get comfortable and let's get into it Um, in this episode I will be sharing my personal experience so that I can connect with you a little more and y'all can have a feel of what it means to me to be spiritual So, my first personal experience was when I was 14 years of age. I lived with my darling uncle, Paul, and he was a devout Christian. Well, he still is a devout Christian. And living under his roof, it meant obeying all of his rules. And some of his rules were that we had to attend church. Everyone had to attend church. Okay, so I remember vividly when I attended church camp and we were having this prayer session and during this prayer session, I felt compelled to go forward and help the elders pray for the other people who needed prayers. I approached our camp leader and I told him my situation and his response was that I had a wandering spirit and needed prayers myself. They deemed how I was feeling it is a demon and they took me to another room and there were five of them there were uh two males and and three females one held my arm the other one my bag and the third one my head and so forth i mean not to doubt but with all those people leaning and and shoving against you and twisting you and all shouting different words at the same time you are bound to shake and twist i mean i didn't understand it but what the heck i just let them go on with it my point is this church people prayed for me for almost half an hour but even afterwards i felt no different i still felt i could pray and help other people well they called it a demon but i didn't feel like a demon like i had a demon i mean Anyway, does one feel like they have a demon? Is that possible? But anyway, you get what I'm trying to say. So after they were done and we said our amens, I just thanked them and walked out. I felt as if I couldn't tell them anything anymore. Like I couldn't confide in them. And I was, I was, and this made me feel like an outcast. And I was in limbo because I thought, God made me like this and I'm blessed with the gift. Well, I know now that it's a gift, not a demon. And these church folks said I had a demon. So where do I belong now? I mean, I'm in church. And, and why did they dismiss me like that? What if that was my calling? I mean, there's people who's, who've had callings that are not outrageous, you know? Like, like the prophet Samuel, when he was younger... He just heard God's voice, but the priest Eli didn't dismiss him and say, it's all in your head. He took it seriously. So this left me in a space where I didn't know where I belonged. And people, I was young at the time. 
and I did not pursue this matter any further. But I remember having this awful, burdensome, slimy feeling and dreaded going to church. But I went nonetheless because of my darling Uncle Paul's rule. But I felt empty, like a shell, so much that I didn't know my direction in life. But as always, there is always an upside to every story and mine is no different. Regardless, church folk are always quick to condemn. I mean, where do they get the authority from? How do they know that their brand of spirituality is the correct brand and the just one? It's confusing because they follow these rules that say they should accept everyone, yet they are quick to judge and cast out everyone. So I I was in a space where I wanted to find some form of spiritual belonging. Like I felt like I needed to find a place where I would fit in, where they would explain to me what it meant cuz I would have these dreams and visions and and I could foretell I I could foretell some events, things like that. And personally, I felt insecure for a very long time in my life because i still had that idea that i had a demon and that the church folk couldn't get it out so probably i was condemned eternally and it bothered me it bothered me a lot but the beautiful thing about life is always that there's an upside i met this friend of mine in my life through my journey and she helped me understand and open up to other possible spiritual elements which i felt i could highly relate to so now i'm proud to share with you and tell you my listeners that i found my direction and i feel happy and proud for the path that i'm taking and the path this path i firmly believe in and i try my best to walk in it in all uprightness if you have a personal experience you want to share about your own spiritual journey do not hesitate get in touch and we will hear your journey and your upside tune in for another episode as we explore life as we live it this is the oasis i'm out hello 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 my darling listeners last week i was sharing my personal experience about how my spiritual journey began and how i felt lost but still found my upside regardless today i'm picking up from where we left off and i would love to explain a little bit more in this episode what it means to me personally to be spiritual being spiritual is basically being in sync with the spiritual realm it involves believing in another greater spiritual being and it also involves the recognition of a feeling or sense of belief that there is something more to being human than just the sensory experience in all spheres of life there is a level of spirituality in all beings although beliefs may differ there is a general consensus that spirituality exists I'm an African and I'm proud to be one. I'm an African with a strong sense of spirituality. 
African spirituality acknowledges that beliefs and practices touch on and inform every facet of human life, which means it is always present. Basically, it's not really different from one African to another, but you probably will find a few variables because spirituality is the freedom to understand that you are a spiritual being. It's a more individual practice and has to do with having a sense of peace and purpose in life. So therefore, one should search far and wide to attain peace and purpose in their life. You should personally believe that the divine is within all of us. And I'm going to quote from the Bible here because the Bible says, God said, let us make men out of our own image, which means God's image is in each and every one of us. His essence resides in every one of us. And here today, I'm trying to explain to you that it's possible to tap into that essence and use it for good. A key ingredient to achieving true spirituality is keeping the heart open. It's not easy, but it's a key ingredient. Since church folk, well, religious folk, turned me down, I thought to myself, hmm, well, of course, this is later in life. What if I had a more hybrid way of expressing my spirituality, a way that's tailor-made for me personally, a way that I could use to access that higher power, a way that I was compatible with, one that I would call this the sound of a way that I would follow wholeheartedly, and that's how I decided to walk the path of my elders. That is honoring those who were before me venerating them and not doing what i wouldn't do to anyone to myself it wasn't easy but i pulled through because let me tell you this people are quick to judge people are quick to condemn before they understand it's true that people are afraid of what they don't understand but you have to soldier on because you know what you want to achieve and the reasons why you are undertaking this journey I am proud to say that I'm flourishing spiritually. Don't get it wrong. I pray. I appease my ancestors. And I honor my parents. I meditate. I try to keep my energy clean. And one thing that I also discovered on my journey is that it is important to cut out old practices. It is also important to stay away from negative energy. You can't be hanging with the same crew. You can't be doing the same shit. You need to change things around. So maybe one has the question, hmm, Oasis, how do I become spiritually enlightened? Or how do I even start the spiritual journey? Well, I have a few steps listed here with me. The first one is trust yourself. Your spirit has so much power and force. You have to trust yourself. That's just it. You also have to find out what works for you. We are all unique and different, so you need to find out what works best for you. You need to keep a small circle of people, people who love you and encourage you. Like I said before, people are quick to judge you and talk down on you, so you don't need that when you're trying to undertake a spiritual journey. Pay attention to your dreams as well. If you can, keep a journal. 
This way, you will keep track of the messages in your dreams. Those messages are important because that's another way of communicating with the spiritual. Take some time to hang out with nature. Oh my God, this is so good for cleansing the soul and decongesting the mind. I personally do this. You need to go to a water body, say a river or a lake. You meditate while you're there and you just switch yourself off from the outside world. You also have to make time for yourself. Go inwards and listen to your thoughts. Reconnect with yourself. Find yourself. Know yourself. You also have to focus on your individual life-giving force. That thing that keeps you going. Find that thing. Identify it. Also find the things that give you life and pour into yourself some more. Okay? Embrace your spirit. And give yourself so much love. You radiate. Causing others to take notice. And ultimately shining your light on them as well. As you become more spiritual. You realize that there is energy all around you. Don't worry, you will soon learn how to draw from that energy. Your intuition will speak to you and it's your job to trust and follow it. Your intuition has nothing but your best interests at heart. So don't doubt it. Mm -hmm. Although being spiritual is an individual experience, you can use it to benefit and help other people. It also helps you grow and it feeds into the goodness in you and it helps you grow as well because that's the key ingredient as well of spirituality, your goodness. It is also important, however, to have a clear picture or a clear mental image of what you want to achieve in your spiritual journey. I hope this talk this week has been insightful. If you have any questions, suggestions, or anything you might want to add, go on over to our Twitter page, upside underscore of underscore life, and express yourself. I'm Oasis, signing out, and until next Thursday, remember every downside has an upside. Take care. Hello, I'm Oasis and this is my first podcast and it's also my first episode and I decided to call my podcast The Upside of Life because life has many downsides but we shouldn't forget to always look, hope and wait for the upside. Okay, so being an amateur, please bear with me. As I'm using regular equipment. And by regular equipment, I mean my smartphone. Okay. So today, I'm feeling compelled to talk about spirituality. So get comfortable and let's get into it. Um, in this episode, I will be sharing my personal experience. So that I can connect with you a little more. And y'all can have a feel of what it means to me to be spiritual. So, my first personal experience was when I was 14 years of age. I lived with my darling uncle, Paul, and he was a devout Christian. Well, he still is a devout Christian. And living under his roof, it meant obeying all of his rules. And some of his rules were that we had to attend church. Everyone had to attend church. Okay, so I remember vividly when I attended church camp and 
we were having this prayer session and during this prayer session i felt compelled to go forward and help the elders pray for the other people who needed prayers i approached our camp leader and i told him my situation and his response was that i had a wandering spirit and needed prayers myself they deemed how i was feeling it as a demon and they took me to another room and there were five of them there were uh two males and and three females one held my arm the other one my bag and the third one my head and so forth i mean not to doubt but with all those people leaning in and shoving against you and twisting you and all shouting different words at the same time you are bound to shake and twist i mean I didn't understand it but what the heck I just let them go on with it My point is this church people prayed for me for almost half an hour but even afterwards I felt no different I still felt I could pray and help other people Well they called it a demon but I didn't feel like a demon like I had a demon I mean Anyway does one feel like they have a demon is that possible but anyway you get what i'm trying to say so after they were done and we said our amens i just thanked them and walked out i felt as if i couldn't tell them anything anymore like i couldn't confide in them and i was i was in this made me feel like an outcast and i was in limbo because i thought god made me like this and i'm blessed with the gift well i know now that it's a gift not a demon and this church folk said i had a demon so where do i belong now i mean i'm in church and and why did they dismiss me like that what if that was my calling i mean there's people who's who've had callings that are not outrageous you know like like the prophet samuel when he was younger He just heard God's voice, but the priest Eli didn't dismiss him and say it's all in your head. He took it seriously. So this left me in a space where I didn't know where I belonged. And people, I was young at the time, and I did not pursue this matter any further, but I remember having this awful, burdensome, slimy feeling and dreaded going to church. But I went nonetheless because of my darling Uncle Paul's rule. But I felt empty, like a shell, so much that I didn't know my direction in life. But as always, there's always an upside to every story and mine is no different. Regardless, church folk are always quick to condemn. I mean, where do they get the authority from? How do they know that their brand of spirituality is the correct brand and the just one? It's confusing because they follow these rules that say they should accept everyone, yet they are quick to judge and cast out everyone. So I I was in a space where I wanted to find some form of spiritual belonging like I felt like I needed to find a place where I would fit in where they would explain to me what it meant cuz I would have these dreams and visions and and I could foretell I I could foretell some events things like that and personally I felt insecure for a very long time in my life because i still had that idea that i had a demon and that 
the church folk couldn't get it out so probably i was condemned eternally and it bothered me it bothered me a lot but the beautiful thing about life is always that there's an upside i met this friend of mine in my life through my journey and she helped me understand and open up to other possible spiritual elements which i felt i could highly relate to so now i'm proud to share with you and tell you my listeners that i found my direction and i feel happy and proud for the path that i'm taking and the path this path i firmly believe in and i try my best to walk in it in all uprightness if you have a personal experience you want to share about your own spiritual journey do not hesitate get in touch and we will hear your journey and your upside tune in for another episode as we explore life as we live it this is the oasis i'm out